brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's time once again to go inside the mind of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> On tonight's episode, Alex confronts the evil that is common expressions. Common expression number one, picking yourself up by your bootstraps. This idea of a bootstrap, you know, this idea like of a bootstrap started off as a joke. Because, like, it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. It's, like, totally a joke. Common expression number two, put the cart before the horse. Like, the idea of putting the cart in front of the horse makes no sense. Like, how do you expect the horse to move it? It would, like, keep bumping into the cart. This must be a joke, too. Common expression number three. Can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> like, a forest has trees? That's like its definition. So I'm looking at a tree because I can't see the whole freaking forest at the same time? What is this trying to say? I don't get it. Finally, common expression number four. Cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like, ew, why would you cut off your nose when you could just primary it? <laughs> like, you need to smell things and, like, I, I think to breathe and stuff. Plus, how would I keep my glasses on? Next time on Inside the Mind of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Alex tackles metaphors. Well, that should be easy, because, like, I studied music theory in college. Thank you. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowen Branch and how you can discover this new level of softness with their iconic sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% responded that Bowen Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They source the rarest 100% organic cotton for an incredible softness to start. Then they skip the toxins and harsh chemicals for a natural feel unlike anything else. And it all comes together with their signature weave. This special design feels buttery, breathable, and unlocks new levels of softness with every wash. And they stand behind their promise of softness. With their 30-night guarantee, you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. If during the 30 nights you don't love your sheets or feel them getting softer and softer, you can send them right back, no questions asked. So head to BolinBranch.com for 15% off your first order with code RESTFUL15. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, class, welcome to Slumlord U. Today we're going to learn how to get a unit ready for the next loser who rents one of them. You know, all the finishing touches that make the joint look like it's well-maintained and livable. I brought you to this unit because it's almost ready to go. It's just got a bit of sprucing up to do before you start showing it. Let's start here in the entryway with the holes in the walls. Joey? Just leave them? No, we can't just leave any visible holes, or we can't charge the new tenant for any more they make when they move out. Try again. How about filling them in with plaster before we do the final paint job? Plaster? Oh, listen to Mr. Pinky lifting Chardonnay drinker over here. Try again. Shove some chewed gum in there and paint over it? Now you're thinking. Give old Bert there an extra cigarette. Okay, that pretty much fixes up the entryway. Let's move on to the kitchen. Clyde here is one of our graduates. He's already gotten started on the cabinets. Notice his time-saving technique. Grab a piece of cardboard and slide it down as you paint that perfect line. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As long as you paint everything with the same bucket, you don't have to worry about lines or splashovers. He's just using the cardboard, so he looks like he's trying if anyone happens to walk in. Okay. Since we're in the kitchen, let's talk about cleaning. How about the caked-on grease under the stove fan? Isn't that what the cleaning crew is for? Cleaning crew? You want some caviar to go with Lester's Chardonnay? Come on, boys, you learned better than that. How about the degreaser from my engine block? <clears throat> Wrong. Not bad, but still way too pricey. Besides, you want to pocket any money you save, not use any of your own stuff. Think again. 
Well, gosh, it wouldn't take much to just take a paper towel and wipe it down. Oh, good Lord, Murphy. You want to fail this course? It's like you're not paying any attention at all. Guys, you're better than this. Hey, Clyde, what's your plan? Well, I got to paint the rest of the cabinets anyway, so I'm just going to paint over the top of the grease. There you go. Now, see, that's a real professional. Let's keep going. One of the burners on the stove doesn't work. Place it with a new one? Larry, this isn't your first day. Try again. Replace it with a used one. What the? Someone give Larry a hand here. Cover it with tin foil, duct tape it in place, and then paint over it. They've still got three other burners, and now they've got extra counter space. Now you're thinking, what about this broken refrigerator door? Well, I could replace that hinge there so the door opens properly and bondo that hole so it doesn't leak. Joey, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You might as well buy them one of Nancy Pelosi's million-dollar ice cream freezers. Anyone have a real idea? Couldn't I just use the gum and paint method like the walls? Now you're thinking, Bert. Good job. Okay, let's say the last tenant noticed that the thermostat was really just an old Zenith TV remote that we screwed to the wall, and they actually tried to remove it to replace the batteries so they'd have heat. Uh, glue it back up there and paint it gray so it looks more modern? Bingo! As long as they're poking buttons, they're burning calories, which makes them warmer so they won't notice there's no heat. Okay, here we've got a window that doesn't open. Hey, that's the one I used the cellophane and duct tape on almost six months ago. It held up pretty well. It sure did, Clyde. As long as they don't try to open it, the tenants will never figure it out. Okay, it looks like the tape is starting to peel. So how do we refresh it? More cellophane duct tape? We ain't paying you any overtime, Greg. Try again. Uh, oh, paint it over so it blends into the wall. Now you're back on board. Okay, man, let's move down the hall. Ugh, it looks like the prior tenants had a leaky dog. This carpet is shot. They ain't getting new carpet, but the new tenants don't have a dog to blame the damage on. So how do we keep their deposit? Pull the carpet and see what's under there. If it's anything but dirt, paint it. That way, any scuff marks on the paint can be called damaged flooring. Now that's next-level thinking, Tom. You're going to do just great on your first gig. Let's continue into the bathroom. Now how about these dirty tiles? Well, they don't even match, so I say paint over them. And make sure you don't use any of that expensive tile paint. Just finish up the bucket that you used in the kitchen and living room. That'll do it. Let's stay in the bathroom. Chip tub, paint it. Broken faucet, paint it. Dead outlets, paint them. Abandoned phone plugs, paint them. Stripped wires, paint them. Old yellowed light switches, paint them. Rusty doorknobs, paint them. Broken vanity, paint them. Giant water stain on the ceiling, paint, paint it. it. Guys, I couldn't be more proud of you than if you were my own kids. Okay, let's take a break. Then we'll discuss how to make it look like you changed the locks without actually spending the time or the dough to change the locks. Uh, 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Sunday here deep in Aharta, Texas. <laughs> it is a beautiful day. We've got glorious rain all day long. Oh boy, did we need that. The bison are frolicking in the fields. The cows are being not cows because they're all bulls. And <laughs> we didn't make it to the dog park today, but we sure gave it a royal try yesterday. We'll tell you a little bit more about that coming up. I am your hostess with the mostest, Ms. Uh, Melanie Hope, and in front of me here in the Counterculture Wise Studios is, well, he just so happens to be my husband. He's also my best friend, my partner, my co-host. Oh, yes. <laughs> my sweet baboo, Mr. James Monas. New from Counterculture Wise Kitchens, Sugar Frosted Babu. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Babu. Babu. <laughs> oh, we got so much to talk about today. We oh, so, wait, so almost much. too much. We've got to cram an awful lot into two hours. Yeah. Well, let's start with saying goodbye to a couple of beloved character actors, both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Angela Lansbury. I, I grew up watching Nick at Night and seeing her on Murder, She Wrote. And then she was the teapot and the Beauty and the Beast cartoon and yeah. so many other things she was in. She was such an amazing actress, so versatile. And beautiful. And um, beautiful. she had a good run. I mean, yeah. she she was, let's see, how old was she here? Like she was, yeah, she was up there, 96. Wow, that's, that is and up that there. that is a lady who aged well. She always had just a steady certain look about her well, she also I mean, every everything i saw her do there was an element of class in it oh she's really man. amazing man if you look at her in the 1950s she was she was hot. she was gorgeous i saw her in samson and delilah and i'm like yeah, she, oh she was a my lovely lovely woman yeah. yes yeah. wow so uh check out the link that we will have at counterculture was that gum so you can uh 
pay tribute to Angela Lansbury. Well, rest in peace, milady. All right. And the other one was uh, British comedian and actor Robbie Coltrane, who most people remember as Hagrid in the Harry Potter films. Uh, he was also on a show called Cracker, which is very, very popular both in the U.K. and the U.S. I remember him as Valentin Zakovsky in um, in uh, GoldenEye with Pierce Brosnan. I and don't remember that. I'll have to go back and, and yeah, watch it's, it. Yeah, it's really his. I probably just didn't recognize him because I literally only know him as Hagrid. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he was in a movie... He was in a movie called Nuns on the Run with Eric Idle. Um, there was another movie he was in. I think he was the star of it. It was really... It, the movie itself wasn't controversial, but the title was. It was called The Pope Must Die. Mm-hmm. And everybody went into a tizzy. They went to Tizzyville, Arkansas, and, and went into a tizzy. And so some of the movie theaters were advertising it as The Pope Must Ellipsis. Oh, really? And then when it came out on VHS, because that was when the movie came out, it was around that era, it was The Pope Must Die, and they had a little cross at the end of it mm-hmm. to indicate The Pope Must Diet. Oh, that's hilarious. There's just Well, it was the only way they were going to get it out on the market. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was a very versatile comic actor, and he has a lot of fans, especially due to the... Uh, the Harry Potter series, so he will be missed. I don't remember how old he was either, but he wasn't young. Well, there's a handy-dandy link. Is there new? Yeah. Far out. 72. 72. Okay. All right. Well, I don't think we're going to talk a whole lot about politics on this show, and every one of our listeners is going, thank you, God. It's all they ever talk about during the first 20 minutes of the show. Yeah. However, however, a couple of events took place this week that has me convinced that the Democratic Party is in serious, serious trouble. Mm, doesn't really They've matter, lost, though. well, let me, let me just continue. <laughs> they're in charge of everything. So they, well, <laughs> they are, but they're not, I don't think they're going to be much longer. And here's a couple of reasons why. With the second, um, the second article that we're going to share, it's lost its, you know, its political center. The first one, they've just lost their moral center, and I'm going to explain why. Now, you're going on the assumption that they ever had one. No, when I was younger, they 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 were the party of free speech, and they were the party of, uh, you know, um, well, free speech and. They thought they wanted free speech, well, unless yeah. somebody says anything against what they think they want free Well, no, about. but that used to be the way it was with conservatives as well. Let's be fair. I'm simply saying that, well, let me just use these articles as an example. The second one you already know about, but this one a lot of you may not know about. There is a something a lot of people who don't live there don't understand is that in Dearborn, Michigan, which is, you know, a an auto town is where they build or used to build automobiles. It is like forty one percent Muslim. I did not know that. Yeah. So this is going to be a very interesting story. 
Chaos broke out at two school board meetings this week when conservative Muslim parents tried to ban LGBTQ plus affirming books from schools in Dearborn, Michigan. (laughs) I think you know where I'm going with this. Mm. On Monday, hundreds of angry parents at a board meeting voiced their opposition to allegedly sexually explicit LGBTQ plus plus books. After the parents refused... You know what? I'm sick of the LGP, LMNO, JK, whatever, on and on and on and on. Let's just make it easier and say what's not in it non-white dude okay let's let me let me continue that's all that is i went to a non-white dude yeah let me just continue after the parents refused to calm down the meeting was ended although the venue was heavily policed the parents ignored law enforcement officers requests and booed and jeered speakers advocating for the books (laughs) we don't see the educational merit in these books some parents reportedly said according to first post a new site based in india the disputed books are in media centers across Dearborn Public Schools, Michigan's third largest district. They include this book is gay. I almost I, I put that in my in somewhat <laughs> questionable sexuality voice there. A nonfiction bestseller on sexuality and gender. Census data shows that about forty seven percent of Dearborn's population consists consist of Arab Americans, many of whom are Muslim. Diversity is our strength. See, that's that's the point I want to make. Okay, I'm not going to even read the rest of the... Well, I might just read the rest of the article, but what's been burning on me, what I need to talk about, I actually need, it's not a want, I need to talk about this. way over here letting you rant. (laughs) We need a Jimbo rants intro. I'm not going to worry about that. But the, the Democratic Party, as of late, they stand up supposedly for all the, quote, marginalized groups, end quote, such as Muslims, such as gay people, LGBT, but now they have a quandary because they cannot really support both of these forever and keep keep a, uh, a united front. Because I am, and I'm not saying this to belittle my my Muslim brothers and sisters. It's not about that. What I'm saying is they are part of a culture. You may have noticed, or may not have noticed, they're not really keen on openly gay, pride fest, blah, blah, blah stuff. They've been known to send gays, lesbians, queers, blah, 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 to their death because they believe it goes against God's law. Once again, I'm not discussing Islam versus Christianity. It would be stupid for me to do that because I don't know a whole lot about Islam. My wife has studied Islam. I have not. I'm not going to go there tonight. What I'm saying is That's they're more the conservative. It's, it's not the point. The, the point is they are, by and large, conservative, like in a way that most Christian conservatives can only <laughs> aspire to. And yet they have to support both of these absolutely different sides. They don't have a center anymore. Which it's, brings it's just they, they have to support 
non-straight white dudes. That's it. That's, well, I mean, that's, but when that's, the non-straight white as dudes... They, as long as they ex, excommunicate them, that's the entire point. Well, but that's not... You know, eventually, let's just say we happen to get marginalized, we white guys. We're, we're marginalized, we're over there in the corner losing our religion. Okay, well, I, think, but, I think the part of the problem is, and I'm sorry for interrupting, but I think part of the problem is that they have conflated Islam with race. Mm-hmm. And those two have nothing to do with each other. No, it is a, it is a faith. It is a philosophy. It is a cult. Hey, we're not on YouTube anymore. I can say what I want. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> like I said, I wasn't going to do that. Oh. You know, but I didn't say I wasn't. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> there we go. So anyway, that that is a problem, and this is just. There were two two such confrontations this past week. It's only one city. They're all over the place. And you can't support one and the other. It has to be eventually one or the other. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that a lot of Muslims who are Democratic aren't going to be that anymore. I think a lot of them, those who already haven't, I think there's going to be a large number of them moving over to the conservative political side because it more... It aligns more with their beliefs. I, I honestly think that's going to happen. So we're just going to kick back let and watch. Other. Let them eat yep. each other. <laughs> you know, and what what else are you going to do? So that's one thing. And then the other thing, did you want to discuss this or would you like me to talk uh, about it? I have it up. Okay. Tulsi. I think we'll both end up talking about this. Oh, definitely. I, I think even Chuck talked about it. Chuck, yeah. Chuck's a big fan of Tulsi. I don't yeah, know. he is. I'll be honest. I have never in my life voted Democrat, and I've probably not voted Republican more often than I have. Tulsi was the very first Democratic candidate that I actually considered. Mm-hmm. I disagree with her gun-grabbing ways, um, <sighs> but... She is literally the only Democrat that I even for, you know, a little while considered. And then um, just the way they treated her, just absolutely horrific. So anyways, Representative Tulsi Gabbard, or former representative of Hawaii. And oh my God, do they have a moron from Hawaii representing them now. Uh, Maisie. Um, Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually her name. Um, Announced Tuesday that she's leaving the Democratic Party because it's now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness. And she's absolutely 100% right. I watched the entire entire, um, video. Yeah, and she doesn't look like a crazed lunatic. She doesn't have that googly-eyed thing like AOC and and Beetlejuice and some of the, the really kooky ones. Oh, my gosh. I don't have the soundbite. I wish I did, but Biden actually said he believes everything that um, Fishmouth. Now I can't think of her name. Um, Maxine Waters. Yeah, every he thinks she's a real smart lady, and he believes everything she has to say. I'm like, oh, good lord, we're doomed. Anyways, yeah. um, why is it that the the they can all call for violence any dang time they feel like it? I don't know. And yet, if if you so much as say, hey, that's not cool. Oh my gosh, now you're. You know, now See, you're an insurrectionist. This, the Democratic Party has become everything that they accused the Republicans of being back when I was a kid in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it's projection. It I mean, is. I've it said is, it more than once. It they, is projection. They, they have more projection than a, than a multiplex. It's insane. Yeah. The idea, I, I kind of saw this coming because 
she is one of the very, or was, one of the very few moderates with any kind of pull, with any kind of influence at all, who demonstrated that she had an independent mind and could vote with her party sometimes against them other times. And she laid out the reasons for her departure quite, she made it really clear, spelled everything out. I suggest, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube. Yes, I'm saying go to YouTube. Blech. And and watch her. It's it's actually the first episode of a show. Now that has sparked some cynicism among some conservatives like Mark Dice and all them, and and because you know it's a show, she's trying to promote herself. Well, I don't see anything wrong with that, especially no. if you have something I going mean, on. I mean, all the other like ones that. have. I mean, every, yeah. everybody who's ever. But among her among her reasons was that Democrats are really obviously Second Amendment haters. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she may support, I don't know, she probably supports some moderate form of gun control, but she does not in any way represent the modern Democratic Party and their need, their lust to stop us from being able to defend ourselves. This is exactly what the Second Amendment was for. We've gone on about that ad nauseum. I'm I'm going to pull away from that for a moment. But she also mentioned child trafficking. She also mentioned uh, the warmongering. Mm-hmm. That was the main thing because she's always been yeah, a— Because the Democrats always have been—I mean, I'm not saying the Republicans have been pro-war, but the Democrats have always been the voice of anti-war. And now they're all like, mm-hmm. you're not flying a Ukraine flag and, and, and wanting to drop the bomb. You're a traitor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel sorry for Elon Musk. It's like he tried to help out, and they just yeah. blamed him. It's like dudes uh, I love, I love billions that. of dollars giving them free oh, internet. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. We can't afford to work it anymore. Yeah, that's the ticket. And then they had <laughs> such a big snit about that. He's yeah. like, fine, I'll just throw the money away, whatever. You know, he yeah. needs to just—I I would take my ball and go home, frankly. Yeah, I'd I'd pull an Atlas Shrugged on them. I absolutely Bye. Would. Bye. <laughs> yeah. um, I— where was I going? She is a voice of moderation. It'll be interesting to see what she does with this. She has not, so far as I know, announced any intentions of joining Libertarian or Republican yeah. or any of that. She might be a third-party candidate. I think that's the most likely because I don't think she's a Republican anymore. She's a Democrat. Now, the next point I wanted to make before we go on to funner things— mm-hmm is that a lot of Democrats, especially the far left, are saying, yeah, bye, Felicia, who cares? They need to care. And here's why I think they need to care. They have completely lost what made them great back in the day. They used to be the anti-war party, the party of free speech, you know, the party of, you know, not corporate capitalism, the non-corporate capitalism, where, you know, it wasn't favors to big corporations. Well, guess what? Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Facebook, YouTube, yeah, they're all in cahoots with our democratic establishment administration and... You know, they've become the Republicans that they say they 
did not like. They become the fascists that they keep saying Republicans are, but well, Republicans don't. It's because demonstrate. they don't know the textbook definition. But when you have well, government they don't know controlling the textbook definition of anything, they can't yeah. even figure out woman for crying out loud. Well, there's that. So that's my take on it. Do you have anything you want to add about Ms. Gabbard? Um, just like I said, she she's too level-headed, too mm-hmm. intelligent, and has too many good ideas to have ever really been a Democrat. I think her heart was in the right place. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem with a lot of Democrats is their their hearts are in the right place. But at some point, you've got to employ your brain, and you've got to look around and say, look, all these bleeding heart, whiny, demanding, entitled, totalitarian – you know, socialist wannabes are actually harming people. Mm -hmm. They're not helping them. Mm -hmm. And at some point you have to take a step back and say, whoa, we, we, we need to talk about this. And they, they won't. One more reason she gave for leaving is because by and large Democrats are not fans of spirituality in the true sense and religion and very, very, very antagonistic towards people of faith. Well, unless they're Muslim. Well, yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That's not surprising. What I'm saying is for the rest of them, I mean, even if they were really pressed, I think they would say, you know, Islam is baloney too, whatever. But, you know, the traditional religions have been established here for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Judaism, Christianity, even... uh, Eastern religions like Buddhism or Hindu, or Hindu, which is uh, Ms. Gabbard's own faith. She is a, a woman of faith. Oh, she's, she's a Hindu. woman of huge spirit, and she's upset at how she and her fellow believers in God are being treated. And she mentioned God a bunch of times in this video. Oh, I'll have to go back and watch. Yeah, the you whole really thing. do. You really should watch it. Um, but anyway, I think it's very important to, she was an important part of the Democratic Party and now she's gone and they've lost even more. And she's asking independent Democrat, independent minded Democrats to leave the party as well. Once again, she hasn't said whether she intends to establish a a third party or go with the Republicans or Libertarians or who knows what. So I'm going to be interested in watching more of her shows as they arrive and, seeing what she has to say, and because she is an intelligent woman, she's a spiritual woman, she's quite frankly a good-looking woman, which mm-hmm. makes her enemy number enemy one, number one <laughs> right now. Yeah, if she were to chop all her hair off, get a bunch of tattoos, and dye what was left of her scalp pink, then they might accept Oh, and by her. the way, she's also military. Yeah. So that's another Active strike military. against her. You know, she's, <laughs> she's laying it on the line. She's yeah. Got, She's got a lot to lose, but I think she's got more to win. Mm-hmm. This first half hour of Counterculture Wise has been brought to you by <laughs> Counterculture Wise. Go to our website for crying out loud. Please. Buy our stuff. Buy our stuff. Donate money. Don't use PayPal. Yeah, please don't use <laughs> PayPal. There was a, a, there's alternate ways of paying us, and you know, we don't sell guns or ammo, so I guess we're okay. Yeah. Um, you won't be tracked, I promise. You could always well, mail cash. To I our can't box. personally <laughs> promise you that they won't track you. Okay, There's that's, that. Yeah, that, that's that's baloney. They might. 
just for donating to a so-called conservative show. Hmm. No, it's happening. I mean, it's happening. People yeah. are literally being taken down. And what I find just really bizarre is people are defending it on, well, mostly Twitter, but they're defending it like they're okay with that. And it's like, and and then they'll sit there and say, well, you know, they're a real private entity and they're this and that. It's like, okay, they're not, but that that's kind of not the point. Yeah. Why do you think it's okay, even if they are a private entity, which they're not because they get a lot of government funding, especially the banks, and they're totally beholden to the government and they flat out say they are. Mm -hmm. um, why would you still think that's okay? I, I don't get it. Life is weird. <laughs> Life is, that, that's, what, that, that's where you're going to land on that? Yeah. <laughs> People are weird. Oh, boy. Some people are weirder than others. <laughs> so speaking of weird. Speaking of weird. Let's do this. Let's do. Weird news of the weird and wonderful. New, okay. I'm uh, like, what? You're like, let's do this. I'm like, what are we this. doing? Uh, are like, we going somewhere? I just, I knew she was going to hit the button the moment. Counterculture Wise is proud to present. News of the Weird and Wonderful. Here are your hosts, Melanie Hope and Jim Monis. I'm sorry, when when a a, <laughs> a, a, a woman of my um, fortitude hears, let's do this, I'm ready, let's do, throw down. What are we doing? <laughs> and I'm just thinking, oh, she's on it. I gave her the keyword weird. She's going to hit that button and we're going to go right into it. No. Um, don't no. mind me, I'm off. In, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. News of the weird and wonderful. Here we are. Sounder played off to the races. We almost named this segment Fat Bear Week. Yes, it's just so. Such a great title. Such a great title <laughs> and such a non sequitur. I love it. And I love that. I mean, there's been. Are we talking about that today? Please Are we talking about talking what about, today? No, or did we talk about it last? Hold on, I gotta see if this is. Um, yeah, so we will be talking about this later. Chess games. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little bit of cheating going on, oh, and apparently, and then the, uh, we did talk about it either last week or the week before the um, fishing contest where they had weights in the fish, and now. We're cheating at the fat bear contest, and and this just will not do. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, Alaska, mm -hmm. and after online cheating scandal disrupted the competition, a winner was announced Tuesday night, October 11, in Katmai National Park and Preserves annual Fat Bear Week contest. Bear number 747 collected the most votes, triumphing over his worthy challenger, Bear number 901. <laughs> Introducing your 2022 Fat Bear Week champion. All right. So apparently few bears ever reach 747's girth, according to his online profile on explore.org. It says he's one of the biggest brown bears on Earth, possibly weighing as much as 1,400 pounds. He's been working hard at fattening up. He finished at the park's Brooks Falls nearly every day from late June to mid-September. I said finished, fished. Sorry. Some bears might resort to aggression to exert dominance. Not so much for this big bear. 
747 typically keeps the status by sheer size alone. <laughs> he shows that the skill and size influence success in the bear world. The runner-up, number 901, was first identified as a 2.5-year-old, 2.5-year-old. In 2018, according to her online profile, she fishes throughout Brooks River and sometimes is keen to defend her fishing spots from other bears. Bears have it so lucky because not only do they get to sleep for several months, but that's when they give birth. So they didn't even have to go through labor and all that. Isn't that great? That, is, that rocks. Yeah. As a young adult, she continued to refine her fishing and social skills. Oh, she's social. This is a lifelong process for brown bears. I'm surprised it's a male bear, because usually the females are bigger. That is particularly important for young adult females. Bear 901 may soon experience a new challenge, raising cubs. It's crucial for, crucial for pregnant female bears to pack an ample body fat to support survival in hibernation to give birth to healthy cubs. So let's talk about the voting scandal, shall we? This all might have been a different story if officials hadn't detected the vote tampering on Sunday. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, wait, we're not on YouTube, so fire away. Officials got suspicious when 747's opponent, 435 Holly, roared back from trailing by 6,000 votes in just a couple of hours. Rut row. Quote, a fat bear week scandal for the ages. Someone stuffed the ballot box. Ooh. While not unheard of, it's very uncommon for a bear to come back late in the day like that. We ended up finding just over 9,000 spam votes. Golly. Closing the polls and then finding <laughs> thousands of votes after the fact. I Where guess you learned a thing or two. I heard that before. Hmm. hmm. There were some spam votes for 747 as well, maybe to throw us off. Explore.org added a CAPTCHA feature to the poll. The fake votes were discarded, and previous day's votes were reviewed at the end. 747 prevailed over 435 Holly. Well, what happened to the 901? <laughs> the annual contest is a way to celebrate the resilience, adaptability, and strength of Katmai's brown bears. Each year, brown bears congregate in the salmon-packed Brooks River before hibernating for the winter. I can tell you, now that it's getting cooler and we actually roasted a salmon this week, I- I'm ready for a long nap. <laughs> I, could use, yeah, so, I could always use one of those. So congratulations to 747 for being the fattest bear. Yay, fat bear. 
This f fascinates me. This absolutely fascinates me. Okay. Now, when I was a kid, back in the prehistoric age, we didn't have fancy schmancy Nintendo crap on our TV. We were lucky to get Pong. the late great Pong. <laughs> yes. Now, you, we, it was actually um, the one we had was called Telstar. It was a Pong knockoff, but it had several. Really, you didn't even get versions. brand name Pong. Yeah, well, that's so my parents sad. Were cheap. <laughs> I mean, we no, were we were like welfare government cheese, and I still got brand name Pong, man. That that's low. Well, and the tank know. ones, you know, the tanks well, wh and the. Why don't you Why don't you call my mom since you like to talk about me so much <laughs> with her? Never mind. <laughs> I think if mom had to choose between me and and my wife, I think they'd go off together. And they'd be <laughs> sitting here going, blah. Okay. Anyway, this. Why would you talk about a darn near 50-year-old game, James? Here we go. This is absolutely This is mind-boggling, so to speak. Researchers have grown brain cells in a lab that have learned to play the 1970s tennis-like video game Pong. Okay, wait. You've got to repeat that because I, I don't think anybody hearing this for the first time is going to fully sit. Yeah, let me say it again. Researchers have grown brain cells in a lab... That have learned to play the video game Pong. So the 800,000 lab-grown brain cells literally in a Petri dish. Are able to play, play a video game. Pong. Yeah. They say their mini-brain can sense and respond to its environment. Writing in the journal Neuron, Dr. Brett Kagan of the company Cortical Labs claims to have created the first sentient lab-grown brain in a dish. Other experts describe the work as exciting, but say calling the brain cells sentient is going too far. Fair enough. We could find no better term to describe the device, Dr. Kagan says. It is able to take in information from an external source, process it, and then respond to it in real time. Well, seems sentient to me. I, mean, I don't know. I'd... Maybe. I don't. Borderline? I don't know. know. All I know is what does this do to AI or, or does that affect AI? I don't know. It, I'm, it I'm a will little... eventually, I'm sure. Many brains are first produced in 2013 to study microcephaly, or, a genetic. Or is this the opposite of AI since it is technically organic-ish? Yes. To study microcephaly, a genetic disorder where the brain is too small and have since been used for research into brain development. But this is the first time they've been plugged into and interacted with an external environment, in this case a video game. The research team grew human brain cells grown from stem cells and some from mouse embryos to a collection of 800,000, like my beautiful bride just said. Connected this mini-brain to the video game via electrodes revealing which side the ball was on and how far from the paddle. In response, the cells produced electrical activity of their own. They expended less energy as the game continued. But when the ball passed a paddle and the game restarted with the ball at a random point, they expended more recalibrating to a new unpredictable situation. The mini-brain learned to play... In five minutes. Wow. 
Wow. It often missed the ball, but its success rate was well above random chance. Okay, so Pong is very visual. Yeah. So how did it see? Well, it was just, it was an electrical charge that was sent to them. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So it'd Although, have to be like vector coordinates or something so they know maybe, where it is? Maybe. I'm, I'm no scientist. I'm thinking that's probably something like... Although with no consciousness, it does not know it is playing Pong in the way a human player would, the researchers stress. Dr. Kagan hopes the technology might eventually be used to, treat, to test treatments for neurodegenerative disease such as Alzheimer's. Excellent. When people look at issue, tissues in a dish, at the moment they are seeing if there is activity or no activity, but the purpose of brain cells is to process information in real time, he says. Tapping into their true function unlocks so many more research areas that can be explored in a comprehensive way. Next, Dr. Kagan plans to test the impact alcohol has on the mini-brain's ability to play Pong. That's right, folks. Beer Pong. (laughs) If it reacts in a similar way to a human brain, this would underscore just how effective the system might be as an experimental stand-in. Mind blown. (laughs) This is mind-blowing. Okay, this is where the argument about sentience comes in. Dr. Kagan's description of his system as sentient, however, differs from many dictionary definitions, which state it means having the capacity to have feelings and sensations. Cardiff Psychology School Honorary Research Associate Dr. Dean Burnett prefers the term thinking system. Hmm. There is information being passed around and clearly used causing changes, so the stimulus they are receiving is being thought about in a basic way, he says. The mini-brains are likely to become more complex as the research progresses, but Dr. Kagan's team are working with bioethicists to ensure they do not accidentally recreate a conscious brain with all the ethical questions it would raise. Um, That's a, that's a science fiction novel in the, do, in the writing. Though? What if they accidentally create a conscious brain? Do they kill it? I mean, what... That's a great science science fiction novel waiting to be written. Yeah, the National Novel Month being it, just around the just, corner. Yeah, fifteen days away. Let's do this. <laughs> wow. I'd have to study it more to know what they're actually doing. Yeah. yeah, but it's just mind blowing that it actually learned it without being taught. Mm-hmm. So now my question is: They grew them in a petri dish. What is the origin? Well, they did say it was um, from stem cells and from mouse embryos. Mouse embryos. Yes. So they, they're not like, even embryos human? of mice, like the one that Max caught. But yesterday. they're not even human brains. Hmm. Oh yeah, Max caught a mouse yesterday. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. He, we had to rearrange the entire house for him to do it, but he he got the little sucker and had a, a merry snack outside. <laughs> Because he kept wanting to let it loose back in the house. We're like, no, it was you? this cute little field mouse. Yeah, but, just a you know. cute little well, you know. snack. I, I mean, um, field, yeah. yeah. So he and the mouse got tossed outside, and then he noshed on it and, for a while. Max, and he was a very Max happy, did very him happy, in. content kitty. Yes. Yeah. Very happy, content uh, kitty. Before you freak out, remember, we live we're on, on a farm. ranch in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. And 
you know, the mouse is one of the few things that have come in the house that wasn't trying to kill us. So right, that, that right. was a nice twist. What's really sad, though, is I'm sitting on the bed and I see the mouse run across the room. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting in a house with two cats and I'm the one seeing the mouse. <laughs> so I'm like, Jim, go get the cat. And he brings him in and I had to move some stuff. And I'm like, Max, there's the mouse. He's like, oh, yes, there it is. And, and I mean, he, I mean, his brain just seconds, snapped right into just it. Yeah. Boom, seconds. I thought he was going to chase it around for a while. But, man, yeah. he had that thing in his mouth and he was out in the living room letting it go again before I even realized what happened. So, yeah. So good kitty. Yeah, good well, kitty. Well, if uh, it he's getting hashtag Team Max in the, <laughs> in the chat. If when it happens again, it's Fritzy's turn to show her metal. Well, we'll see. Yeah. She was doing her nails. So. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the... Uh, actually, let's do this one, and then we'll, we'll interrupt. Uh, we'll inter- Maybe we'll do all of them, and then we'll interrupt. I'll see. We'll, we'll see how. I mean, we're all, almost around. The, we can do more wonderful than weird on the other side. Sure, sure. Hey, guys. Welcome. We're getting folks in the chat saying, sorry, I'm late. Aw, we love you. We're so glad you back. showed up anyway. It's Later. nice to have more than one audience. <laughs> okay, so this is fun. Uh, we have really cute signs on the highways here in in uh, deep in the heart of Texas here. So <laughs> this is cute. Um, but this is something I've actually said. I've actually leaned out the window and yelled this more than once. The New Jersey Department of Transportation is urging motorists to drive safely with a message with a bit of humor. It says, nice car. Did it come with a turn signal? I've <laughs> <laughs> used that so many times. The sign in Tom's River is not the only one delivering a humorous message about safe driving. On Route 34, there's a digital sign with the warning, get your head out of your apps. That's awesome. I like that one. Uh, 37, Route 166 says, hocus pocus, drive with focus. I know we had one up for Father's Day. I forget what it said. It was something about your father would tell you or something. Yeah, I mean, they... They try to inject that kind of humor here in Texas as yeah. well. I mean, my favorite one is, slow down, you're already in Texas. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's fun. If, if you can have a little bit of fun, it, it gets people's attention and gets you on down the road without getting crashed. <laughs> well, I mean, I think in this day and age, people can, are so jaded and so focused on themselves that you know, they're not going to notice, so keep it at 55 miles an hour, please. Mm-hmm. That's not going to do it, you know. Stop being a dork. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's going to get... All right, let's head, head on into more wonderful than weird, and then we'll talk about our, I guess, weird and wonderful dog park slash traffic expedition, <laughs> as well as brew at the zoo so that was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun. yeah let's talk about that right now so okay. we are members of the waco zoo which cameron is, park it's a, zoo is what it's yeah, it's, yeah it's a small zoo but they do a lot of conservation activity and i've always i mean i've worked at zoos i spent a lot of time um mentoring at point defiance i have always had a heart for the conservation end of zoos and mm-hmm. it i always enjoy even at northwest trek where they would take in injured animals and and, you know you got Mm -hmm. to see the process of them getting well before they release them and it's really cool so we decided because he got such a hefty discount for his being a marine 
uh, let's just become annual members. And we'll probably re-up that every year because oh, we definitely. have gotten our money's worth. Oh, yeah, we've gone five or six times mm-hmm. already, just in a couple and of months we've been members. some amazing pictures. Yeah. So the, they do other events that are fundraisers, and this one was Brew at the Zoo. So they uh, closed down at 5 and set up lights and everything. You get a nice little path. They have local breweries come, and you get a punch card. You pay for your ticket. You get a punch card. And you can go around and sample a dozen, you know, it's, it's like slightly larger than a, a shot glass that they give you. A right. Little, little uh, beer You know, mug. 12 of those is, you know. After 12 of those, you're feeling pretty good. <laughs> and then they had uh, food trucks, but they st- they let the animals stay out until, what was it, 730? 730, halfway when it through. it started getting right. dark. And it was, the weather was lovely, and mm-hmm. we got to spend some time with the giraffes. Her and favorites. It was just Heavenly. My 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 favorite is the live music. And the there was yeah. a band there that I am trying to talk into possibly being guests here. Are they called Eargasm? Eargasm. They were really really. I mean, she the lead singer. It's kind of a, a funky jazz pop. Yeah, thing. Most, it was, most they were really she good. She did everything from Adele to Stevie mm. Wonder and, yeah. and very versatile. But what very a range. good range. What a range on I was her. Gonna so say, yeah. If you're listening in, hun, we really dug your music, and just overall incredibly enjoyable plus no kids it was an adult <laughs> event so no kids so we got to well, try i could understand why they do that like i said like i said to you last night it was it was just too much liability to have yeah. kids and beer at the zoo and then if you just... find one that you really like like i did and i'm uh, i'm actually a little disappointed in myself because i i just so white girled out that the best of there were what six different breweries and Six the best beer that I had the whole night was the pumpkin, pumpkin spice a- pumpkin ale. Pumpkin spice ale. It was ale so from, good because uh, it was. It wasn't like I'm usually they the do like the an brewery. amber or something, but this was more like a hef. Yeah, and it I was think just, it was Brotherwell, wasn't it? Or which brewery it have, was it? Was it Bear Arms it a, or Brotherwell? It was one. It was either Brother Brotherwell or Bear, or Bear Arms. Arms. It was one of the yeah. two. But oh yeah. man! So I ended up you know shucking over the the five dollars to get a full pint of that mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, we had some. What was I had a it? Mexican beer that was quite good. What was uh, the name? I, oh, I didn't put the sticker on the back yet. It was. Um, oh, the macaroni and cheese. Yeah, people? what was that called? Uh, uh, pig. Oh, it was called the Notorious P.I.G. Yeah, Notorious P.I.G. Macaroni and cheese we had, and it had it was ham and you know no uh, pork sausage. Yeah, pork. That's right. Pork sausage. Which is you know if when I go to a barbecue place, I want there to be. Sausage, and I don't want to try it. That yeah. I want that more than chicken or you know. You, I've else. noticed that about you. I yeah. mean, I always go for like the brisket or or the. the I love brisket. Or, I love brisket. The, the, but the, the ribs, first time I try a barbecue place, yeah. first time I go to a barbecue place, that I yeah. go I for the sausage. Like generally, the sausage. I mean, I'll, if I look over and see somebody's plate with brisket on it, it just absolutely looks delectable. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and that's know. what we do now is we we would go to each one. And I would get one beer, and he would get the other, and then we'd trade, and we'd each get to sample. So we kind of do that when we go. Except for IPA. I, I got yeah, that Yeah, IPA one was all his, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like IPA. And, and so we'll do that with food, too. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you get this, and I'll get that, and then we'll we'll share. But we just shared. It was it was generous enough we just shared that. Yeah. So it was a good meal. They, they, they were smart and kind enough to offer Water, yes, Dr. yeah, free Pepper, water, Coca Cola, uh, pretzels. pretzels. I think and they peanuts. wanted to make sure folks were hydrated and fed, so they weren't stumbling out there drunk off yeah. off their butts. Because it was still a good ninety degrees out. It was yeah. it was nice and warm. So, 
But yeah, we love we love being Actually, able to support Nick, this. These little mugs. He's asking if if the little um, sample mugs are small enough for him. And no, I think you would have to use both hands to lift this one, hun. <laughs> so it might be just a little too big for you, booby. <laughs> so yeah, we got the the keep 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 the mugs as a souvenir, which yeah. is nice. And and we got like this lanyard with the punch card. It's really cool. So yeah, yeah. so we'll have that as a memory. That's definitely going to become an annual tradition as, as long, long as we're as long as we're in the area. Near the area, yeah. yeah. So uh, Zoo Lights is coming up here pretty soon. I think mm-hmm. they're going to do something for Halloween as well. So well, it was also nice to talk to people from these breweries because uh, one of them we actually go to. Fairly frequently, frequently. Yeah. Uh, they have this this uh, it was Waco Brewery. Yeah, we've talked they, about their pretzels. Yeah, on, the on gigantic the show. pretzels. We're gonna go here. We might have even for, posted about it on on our our. I think we <laughs> Instagram. did. Instagram. We, we did because they're we did. so good. But we want to go. We're gonna go there and have some fish and chips because that's that's something well, we like. Well, it's not to like do. you know Texas Fair. Uh huh. Being from Seattle, you gotta find some good fish and chips. It's just, it's yeah. just gotta happen. Well, we've, so. we've managed to find decent sushi. We have. We have. Well, we've the found... H-E-B, I was really surprised. We get grocery store sushi that rivals some of the the sushi yeah. places we've been. I mean, to. the 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 choices are much more limited, but yeah. it's reasonably priced and actually is fresh. They have the sushi chefs right there putting it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not that that's where we always we go. But... No, no, we we've, we've we've sampled some of the. Sushi and okay, I don't know how it measures up to Las Vegas or Seattle at this point. We haven't done it enough. Well, for you me don't to make you don't get call. you don't get uh, sashimi as much as I do. So yeah. there there is a severe lacking in, in sashimi. It, it, hmm. You know, there's no super white and a few and no tomigo. No, I mean, so there's a lot of things that we're missing. But um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as hey, I'm just have a hankering for some sushi. They they do have yeah. some good stuff. And uh, we found a decent Chinese place too. Although nothing, nothing matches Taster's Walk in Linwood. And then I come to find oh, out. Oh yeah, Bummer. I come to find out they closed it. I'm like, yeah, what they could the they have possibly prawns. done? You're so upset. You just stuck a space bar, in a space in oh. you could, you, you Thanks for announcing mess, that. Yeah, messy. He's so upset. He's slamming his hand on the keyboard. Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I met my friend Julia. She was a karaoke host there, and mm. she's been on our show. She has. But yeah, um, so yeah, we I had a lot of good times there, and the food is amazing, and I'm going to miss the place, even though, well, let's face it, I haven't been there in 13, At least a couple of years, yeah. 20, yeah, at least a few years. Speaking of not making it anywhere, so w- because we knew we were going to spend good solid four or five hours at at the zoo and and the puppy still isn't allowed to be home alone for obvious reasons uh, that have to do with shoes and every toy and and anything she can get her mouth around brand new uh, shoes so she, she she's darn kennel destroyed. trained and don't worry she has a uh, lots of room this was abby's old kennel so it was for a dog much bigger than her and she gets a bone to chew on has everything she needs but we wanted to take her for a walk and tire her out so we have a dog park that is actually a 20 minute drive it's pretty far away we don't have any in the little town we live in no we just um, have a we just have a park that it, it's park. more of an a fire ant park so we don't <laughs> really go there very often but so okay we're going to take her to the the dog park and she gets to roll around with other dogs and has a jolly good time and and lots of fun and we did not know or somebody wasn't kind enough to tell us that apparently there was some iron man competition going on so every road every possible way of getting to where we were going was blocked off and by twisting and turning our way around and up back roads and this way and that way we finally did make it to the dog park but we were the only dog there 
And so that was a big letdown. So she just kind of wandered around going, well, this isn't fun. This is stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, as um, I had a point I was going to make and then forgot to make the point because I don't know what it is anymore. Okay, yeah, that's it. We were on a minor time crunch because we wanted to get to the zoo when the thing started. But this added 12, 15 minutes to an already fairly long drive. No, it ended up adding park. almost a full hour by the yeah. time we got all twisted and turned back out of there. So, yeah. And then on the way out, well, we're all grumbling and complaining, and you know the roads are all blocked off this way and the other. Um, a motorcycle cop and a couple of – around Texas, they tend to drive Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Cops do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come. They start coming towards us the wrong way on the road that we're on, and we're like, "Oh crap, we're in big trouble. We we must have busted through a barrier, or took the mm-hmm. wrong turn, or did something. We're about to get yelled at." And he's like madly gesticulating, and we're both too dumb to figure out what he's talking about. So he pulls up next to us, and I roll down the window and goes, "Hey, there's a wide load coming through, so we just need you to pull over as far as you can get." And super sweet, super yeah, nice. Yeah, hey, most no of the, most of the cops I've met here, so, even though even the one who you know pulled me over. Well, that's that. That's crap. because you were trying to mow down school children. That's another story. Uh, okay, for another yeah, that's another time. story for another time. Well, yeah. they've already heard it. So, anyways, we we <laughs> kind of pulled into a sort of driveway, and I don't know what this thing was. It looked like the cross between a septic tank and a nuclear yeah. bomb. Yeah, <laughs> but it was absolutely gigantic, and the thing was so big that they actually had to have two bucket trucks come in front of them and actually have this big rod that was measuring whether they could clear the power lines. Mm-hmm. And if they couldn't, then the trucks would stop and dude would go up in the bucket and he'd actually use some tool to lift the power lines so that this big, so, yeah, whatever this, this the heck it was. So yeah, this went on for about 10 minutes and we were just fascinated. We were. We're just sitting there going, this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I still have no idea what the thing was, but it was some gigantic piece of machinery mm-hmm. uh, with a big tanky looking thing in the middle and two mm-hmm. little pontoony looking things on the side and, you know, bells and whistles and buzzers. And I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a nuclear warhead in there somewhere. But, yeah, it was really, yeah. really interesting. I, I should have asked the cop what it was. <laughs> Maybe he'd probably say, I, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. So um, that. that just the whole dog park experience kind of led me down a path, and you know how I get. And, um, well, without further ado, enjoy. As Alicia's time On a warm and sunny suburban morning, a whole bunch of doggy owners adjourned to the dog park. To the dog park. And the frisbees fly. As every owner tries to guess the breed of the black or the spotted who did the deed in the dog park. In the dog park. Lady, don't you understand? Your puppy needs a guiding hand Or he'll grow to bite you right in the can someday He's wrapped you around a tree Why don't you let him free? Do you let go of the leash Or get pulled in the fray? All the yellowed ferns and another crazy dog with a cold, wet nose Runs in the field where every other dog goes In the dog park In the dog park 
and his freedom churns. So he chases the ball with all his might, and he learns how to growl, and he learns how to bite in the dog park. In an unplanned altercation, the big one breaks his leash. He drops a deuce, he steals a ball, he tries to run, but he hits the wall. And his owner screams. As the dog ignores all his owner's commands, hey look, that dumb lady's got treats in her hand in the dog park. And the chihuahuas yike On a warm and sunny suburban morning Another tennis ball has gone airborne In the dog park In the dog park And the frisbees fly In the dog park Your parents were jerks and you're traumatized. But that doesn't mean you should use your lousy childhood as an excuse to be a lousy adult. Stop being such a whiner and get past your past already. Bye, get over it and get started. The book by Melanie Hope that will get you out of your self-imposed failure and on the road to greatness. Available in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. When a disaster happens, are you ready? Do you have the supplies you need to keep you and your family safe and survive? The Zombie Outpost Store in Wilmington, Ohio. At Caesar Creek Flea Market, stocks quality gear you need to be ready for the next emergency or even a camping trip. Visit zombieoutpoststore.com for location and hours. Check out our assortment of essentials you need when the next disaster happens. Go to zombieoutpoststore.com. Get 10% at checkout when you mention CounterCultureWise Radio. Be ready and prepared. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by Hector and Grumble. No, really. At Hector and Grumble, we want to let the world know we care and care deeply about the world and our future as human beings. As a result, we have bowed to the whims of a tiny but very loud minority of our customers. We set the tone last year with our now famous ad for our Galoot shaving products division, Men Suck. The response was overwhelming. But we ignored it and doubled down with an ad featuring a trans child using our product to shave the teeny weeny patches of peach fuzz off of their face. We realized that this basically could have been accomplished with a butter knife and soap, and due to our stubbornness, I mean, our stand on this issue, we have lost billions of dollars in profits for our shareholders over the past year. But hey, it's only money. It's the principle after all. Not to be outdone this year, we are removing the Venus symbol from the packaging of our sometimes feminine hygiene products as a result of protesting from transgender activists. We know they will never be able to use our products, but at Hector and Grumble, it's always the optics. So what about our future plans for your favorite Hector and Grumble brands? Well, we have an exciting announcement. Our Gloom Electric toothbrushes and our famous line of crust toothpastes will no longer emphasize their whitening power in our ads because, after all, whitening power is racist. You heard it here first, folks. Hector and Grumble wants to be your consumer products company, but we want to be liked even more. Will you like us? Please and thank you. Are you sick of sitting out east to dinner or getting stuck with salad? Are you tired of having bacon and eggs without the bacon? Do you wish you could sink your chops into some pork chops? At Forstuken Farms, we feel your pain. Introducing the world's first culture pork. Blessed by me. Rabbi Yutzi. It's good, I promise. Would I steer you wrong? Whether it's Tukish or Snook, you're gonna love Pashtukin Farms kosher pork. I eat it all the damn time. everybody. This is Fritzina Fluffybottom. Did you know that we have a subscribe star? We do! There are lots of fabulous extra things on there that you can't get anywhere else, like outtakes, new books, and extra videos. And you can sign up for as little as one dollar. Our entire show is funded by you, our loyal viewers. Please make sure you sign up today so that Mommy and Daddy can get me shiny new bells for my collar, extra feathery toys, yummy crumbly cat food bowls made just for kitty cats, more cow pillows for my couch, name brand albacore tuna, my own pink news desk, stuffed animals that look like... And now, CCW News presents Holy Crap, This Is Actually Happening, Self-Owning Edition, October 16, 2022. I'm Chuck U. Farley. The big news this week is the season finale of the January 6th Pretend Trial. 
After airing several highly produced backstage videos complete with reality TV editing, wardrobe changes, and subtitles, they accidentally showed that Nancy Pelosi not only planned the whole thing, but filmed herself saying so while threatening to punch the POTUS. The scenes would have been more believable if old Nance could have remembered her lines and wasn't always looking at the camera. The season cliffhanger was that the committee decided to subpoena the actual person for whom the entire production was devised to bury. Unfortunately, just like the rest of the actors who testified, President Trump himself is just another not-witness who wasn't actually there. After supplying Ukraine with free universal internet to help in their fight against Russia, warmongering liberals still dogpiled on Elon Musk for having the audacity to suggest a peace deal. Since they screeched that wanting peace means he's a Russian shill and a traitor, many of us normies wondered why he didn't just shut down Starlink and tell them where they could stick it. Musk, however, took a more diplomatic route by saying that SpaceX can no longer fund Starlink and perhaps some of the billions in aid money Ukraine is milking from NATO could go to pay for their own bills. Meanwhile, down under, where they've outlawed self-protection so you can't fight back when they drag you to their re-education, uh, I mean, voluntary mandatory quarantine camps, school children are being fed powdered cricket chips. I swear, I am not making this up. In a propaganda piece where adults behind the camera are trying to convince young children that the chips are absolutely delectable, the children are obviously not buying it. When asked what her favorite thing was about the chips, the little girl turned the package over to read her answer. Luckily, she was a much better actress than Pelosi. Speaking of bad actors, now that Trump doesn't completely make their network, next on CNN's chopping block is none other than intern accoster Jim Acosta. While things aren't official yet, internal sources are leaking like spaghetti strainers all over the Twitterverse. Word is that it will take time to fully clean house because, according to accounts from reporter John Nicosia, the insider said, quote, they're getting an incredible amount of internal pushback from people who want to stay a resistance network. The shock is understandable since CNN has spent the last decade being resistant to reporting real news. While honest doctors, nurses, and other practitioners were defamed, deplatformed, and even delicensed for following the science over the narrative, while podcasters and YouTubers, including yours truly, were censored, stricken, and often deleted for discussing anything tangential, and any independent news outlet that so much as asked questions was excoriated, then dismissed as conspiracy theorists, the sitting president of the United States, the highest paid unelected government official in history, and every mainstream media outlet that towed the line spouted provably false information with impunity. Not only has time and the same real science repeatedly proven them wrong, but recently Pfizer execs flat out admitted that they didn't even test their product to see if it did the one thing it was designed to do before inflicting it on the fear porn and propaganda primed public. Said one Pfizer executive, we had to really move at the speed of science to take a look at what is taking place in the market. Wait, why was Pfizer paying attention to the market instead of the science? Hmm... In unrelated news, Pfizer Corp. has made a record $101.276 billion profit since releasing said product, increasing their normal gains by nearly 84% years over year during the panic. In unrelated news, Pfizer Corp. has made a record $101.276 billion profit since releasing said product, increasing their normal gains by nearly 84% year over year during the panic. 
New York City's sometimes capture but always released justice system has led to an epic crime spree, including subway murders skyrocketing to a high not seen in 25 years, even as ridership has declined to the point that the system can't pay for itself. After the Alzheimer's patient-in-chief bumbled his way through yet another bout of foot and mouth disease by saying, quote, I have two words for you, made in America. And then, of course, repeating it twice again, made in America, made in America. Congresswoman Lauren Bobart tweeted out two words, let's go Brandon. Not getting the joke, which they demonstrate in general because they keep voting them into office, the blue check brigade were quick to jump in and correct her math. If only Democrats paid as much vitriolic attention to their leader's idiocy as they do to those of us who point it out. In another brutal self-own, the hashtag #BuyFelicia was trending on Twitter after Tulsi Gabbard announced she was leaving the Democratic Party due to its misogyny, racism, and pedophilia. The blue checks were quick to point out that Tulsi was never truly a Democrat because she's always been too intelligent, level-headed, hardworking, well-meaning, and, frankly, attractive to have ever represented the DNC. Old quid pro Joe got another slap in the face when the Saudis outed his attempts to extort them by demanding they time their oil production to his midterms. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, President Donald Trump was brought up for impeachment because he asked about the former vice president's extortion of Ukraine. While absolutely no evidence was found of quid pro quo on Trump's part, Biden is on video bragging about doing it, not only back then in Ukraine, but today in Saudi Arabia. For CCW News, this has been holy crap. This is actually happening. I'm Chuck U. Farley. Good night, and may God help us. Almost don't want to continue. <laughs> I know it's just amazing to me how much of this gets. Well, I won't say the networks don't report on it. It just doesn't appear they emphasize a whole lot of this stuff. There's a lot of things they don't report on at all, or when they do, they report on it dishonestly. I mean, some of these headlines that we even use for our sources are mm-hmm. so misleading, and then you read. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a headline. I'm like, holy crap, is that really happening? And then I'll read the story. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and then you read a totally benign headline. You're like, oh, okay. And then you read it like, holy crap, this is actually happening. And it's, you know, the. Hence the title that Counterculture yeah. Wise gave to this, yeah. this segment. By the way, this has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about, but <laughs> today is. Our friend Ari Moore's birthday, and oh. I want to send out happy birthday greetings to Ari. Uh, look forward to the day we can see you on stage again, my friend. Mm-hmm. She's one of the most dynamic singers. If you can go on Spotify or your local music store and pick up her album, Here I Am, I would highly suggest it. It's quite, <clears throat> quite good. Yeah, very good singer, very powerful uh, Very Janis Joplin kind of a, like a Ronnie Ronnie James Dio thing going because she's itty bitty <laughs> and yet big voice, huge yeah. voice, not quite as little as you, Nick. Don't worry, she's she's not that little, but she's she's a small little thing. It's one of the first people, one of my first friends I introduced Melanie mm-hmm. to. So. Yeah, back in the the um, 
Oh, bummer years. <laughs> it's amazing how long we've been together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of blows your mind how long we've been together. Well, we are cruising right through all of the things we want to talk about, and we still have more things. <laughs> Plus, Max uh, has an interview. Max has an interview. Um, I kind of want to talk about some of the New World Order things, but do we want to let Max do his thing first? Well, let's go ahead and go through a few of these, and okay. we can put Max in the all middle. All right, well, I do have a sounder created fresh Hot off the, uh, hot if I can find it, hot off the presses. This is not Bubba Waters. It is no longer 2020. But this is your new abnormal. You know, we partnered with Google, for example. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world, you know, should know it. And, and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's a huge, huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. Is that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there, there's a face, there's a vice you can recognize, you see him on television. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. You've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. Suck it, Joe. So <laughs> let, let me understand this. The first woman, the woman who is speaking is from, is a representative from the United Nations, yes. correct? Yes. And they partnered with Google because when people Googled climate change, they were getting answers that the UN did not approve of. So the UN has the Google search engine censoring what you get when you type in. Now, I've been saying they you know, they've been curating this for years. I've known this for years. Right. I mean, you you go in and if you type in white family, you you don't you don't get white families. They specifically mm -hmm. send you mixed couples. Um and that's just a really obvious one that you know you can see, but mm -hmm. um yeah, they and, and of course it's a big conspiracy theory. Of course they're not doing this. They're not censoring it. They just flat out bragged about it. She was proud about it. She's on video laughing about it. They are doing this. So one more question. Since she continued on by saying we control the science and Dr. Fauci. No, no. We own the okay. science. Fine, fine. <laughs> she says, I like that one. She says we own the science. We own the and science. And Fauci says he is the science. Fauci so is represent. the science. So does the UN control Fauci? 
Well, if by the UN you mean <laughs> China, my answer is yes. Well. <laughs> well. How's that for an answer? <laughs> not bad, not bad. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, again, things that they won't report on in uh, what is supposedly the real news. Um, and a little terrifying. But, yes, they own the science. How do you own science? I mean, that that's not how that works. That's true. That's true. It's not, it's not how and, it works. And, you know, if it is science <laughs> and it's correct, then wouldn't that rise to the top anyway, no matter what other questions are there? I mean, if you're telling me that it can't be questioned, what you're telling me is that it's a cult. Because once you get into unable to question it territory, that that's not science that anymore. That turns into... That's literally it, it, it not becomes, science anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally the an antithesis of science. It's absolutely the opposite. Anyway. I mean, actually, the definition of science is questioning. If, if, you, if you are doing a scientific experiment and you get the results that you want, your job as a scientist is to question that. that that's how science works. And apparently not anymore. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why you should question that. I mean, if they're not going to use a scientific method, we need to use a scientific method and well, test. The problem is, is if we do question anything at all, we're called terrorists. Like literally, we are now called terrorists because we have the audacity to question what looks to be be not science or mm. and that's what i don't understand it's like well that is literally the the purpose of of science is to is to question things and find out but whenever i hear somebody say oh the science is settled i just cringe because there's no such thing there literally is no such thing and if you believe that the so-called science is settled we'll go back to Using leashes and and giving women hysterectomies instead of you know mental health care and you know bleeding out and I mean because back then that science was settled you know that's not how this works. No, it isn't. All right, first story in our in our arsenal our here. Arsenal of stupidity. <laughs> Dudley do right. He is not. He's not going to save you, Nell. <laughs> a police oh, thank you. The, <laughs> a police officer was caught surveilling a Montana gun show back in September, and get this, he wasn't an American one. According to Cascade Sheriff, oh, according to Cascade County Sheriff, because we're, we're a professional organization here, squeaky squeaky in the background. That's all right, whatever. According to the Cascade County Sheriff, that was so hard to say. Cascade County Cascade Sheriff. Cascade County Sheriff. Jesse Slaughter. Great name for a sheriff. Anyway, <clears throat> let's start over. Well, According that's, that's to Cascade That's how the town of County, Auburn got its name. Auburn, yeah, it used Washington. to be called Slaughter, yeah. Yeah. According to Cascade, and they used to call their, their band competition the, the sound, sound of, of Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah. Hello, Dark Mass, my old friend. Sounds of Slaughter. 
We're just, we could just riff like this for half an hour and let the show go. Anyway, um, according to Cascade County Sheriff Jesse Slaughter, local county employees and people noticed someone with Canadian plates watching people at the gun show. Not creepy at all. At the gun show? At the gun <laughs> Once deputies and the sheriff arrived, the operation was shut down immediately. The gun show was the late was late September Great Falls, Montana gun show, and despite an agent of a foreign nation literally being caught spying in the U.S., the news seems completely unimportant to both the Biden administration and its so-called adversaries in the GOP. Yeah, this is fine. Right, <laughs> writes Taylor, it's very dangerous to have an operation like that, and we should have been notified. So we told them that the operation was over, and to their credit, they agreed and they left that, said Slaughter. A police officer was assigned to a Royal Canadian Mounted Police Task Force for gun smuggling and is working with ATF. Huh. Well then, wait, there are some big problems here. KTXL Radio's Aaron Flint spoke to Sheriff Slaughter about what happened, and Slaughter noted that the ATF didn't inform him of any of these plans prior to the gun show. Writes Flint, Great job, Sheriff Slaughter. Canada and the ATF wanted to spy on Americans at a gun show in Montana and they didn't even notify the sheriff in advance. The sheriff told them to get out. They smartly complied. Okay. Everything's back to normal? No. No. As laudable as Slaughter's actions and revelations might be, something rather important is missing from this story. First, there's the fact that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, commonly known as ATF, not only is not sanctioned by the U.S. Constitution, it is strictly prohibited by the U.S. Constitution. Then there's the fact that both the ATF and these comedian, 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 Canadian Mounties were spying Canadian, on people Canadian. without warrants. Tomato, tomato. If the Canadians were searching for some fugitive who has crossed the border, the only mechanism for them is to, to get help is to request U.S. police assistance and then ask for extradition if the suspect were caught. Is it just me? Uh, this is starting to get more and more um, editorial rather than fact-based. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, is it just me or has the water in the proverbial boil your rights away pot been getting much warmer and warmer for so long with alphabet agencies and government threats piling up so much that many Americans... They're dirty! Be- the frog's gay! <laughs> yeah. That we many Americans... We, we will. We'll talk about him. That many Americans have become nursed... I'm sorry, inured to the anti-rights atmosphere poisoning them. So agents of Canada are surreptitiously working with agents of the unconstitutional ATF, budgeted this year for $1.5 billion to infiltrate gun shows and spy on people. Isn't this beautiful? Ain't it kind of wonderful? Yeah. We are we are really letting things go again, again. How about the baseline principle no one should have to provide anything to any agent of any level of government? Does the Second Amendment ever come to mind in D.C. or the brains of people working for the intimidating, excruciatingly unconstitutional ATF and constitutionally dubious FBI? There's nothing in the Constitution that says these things should exist. Some might call it extra-constitutional. I call it unconstitutional because they're interfering with the rights of the individual, which is the whole thing this Constitution of ours was based upon. 
So. This dead air brought to you by. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> the. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I went to the bathroom during the break. You need to know that, too. Um, you should have seen what he did in there. Oh, I know. I smelled up the place something fierce. I swear to God, why does she do this? Anyway. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next story because this is this was dumb. Well, actually, Melanie did mention Alex Jones a few minutes ago. Let's talk about him. We didn't we didn't put that on our agenda of things to talk about, but this is really chilling if you are a, if you are a a constitutionalist. One now, billion dollars. Right. So, for those of you who don't know. The infamous Alex Jones. Actually, the, this fits in before uh, we get started in chat. Okay. Um, we have not talked about Tom McDonald's new song, which was amazing, or is amazing, by the way. It's called Sheeple. It's really good. I'm surprised that YouTube even allows it. Uh, Dave, our, one of our loyal listeners, posted one of the lines from the song, which is one of my favorites. George Orwell, 1984, was his last lecture. George called them thought police, and now we call them fact checkers. Mm. Yeah. So. so, Alex Jones postulated a long time ago. Okay, I watched an interview with him, and I just want to set the record straight. He reported on it. He yeah. did not make it up. Right. It was not his idea. Right. Granted, he continued, you know, down that path. Even I'm. All I'm saying is when you watch a guy who literally saw his child die hours before laughing and carrying on until he realized that cameras were on him, it is sus, okay? But all the other stuff they said, he didn't call anybody out by name. He didn't send anybody to their homes. He didn't do any of that stuff. But he literally was reporting on the story. Which story was that? We never even mentioned what it was. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, no. I mean, it was the Sandy Hook shooting. Yeah. Okay. And so I I don't think that Alex Jones is the person who coined the term crisis actors, but mm. I think he did go forward with that idea. Um, For which he has apologized numerous times so many and retracted times, and if, said, "Okay, yeah. but if I there's was one wrong. thing, if there's one thing you cannot do to the left, it's apologize because th- that's just blood in the water at that point." So. You know, they they took him to court, and the other day they won, and a judge awarded them how much money? One billion dollars. Of course, he's going to appeal based on the unconstitutionality and the a bunch of other things. I, you know, he doesn't have that much money. He Nobody publicly, has that much he's money. He's publicly stated that and he— And frankly, these people he, should not make that much he, money off their dead kids. It's repugnant. But they flat out said it's not so much about punishing him. I mean, because they've also got all the other cases. Mm-hmm. They want to bury him. And you know what? He got a stronger sentence than the gunman who carried out the act did. Well, it's not just that. I mean, if they manage to be successful with this, if no. Jones is, let me finish. If Jones is is forced to pay, which I doubt is going to happen, this is going to get dismissed um, because it smells. Well, that and they did not allow him his constitutional rights. He was not allowed to defend right, himself at right. all. So, the judge is a spaz. 
and and essentially if they were to be successful with this they that would be pretty much the end of free speech because everybody will sue everybody over something they said and we're already in danger of having the first amendment unravel right in our very right before our eyes biden's all for it he squat out said well so. he's an idiot but well we know that but he's also <laughs> it's not him saying anything it's his That's handlers true. but anyway which is why people like Tulsi Gabbard who have brains in their heads are leaving. Anybody with a brain cell should. But free stuff and no mean tweets, right? Okay. Free stuff and no mean tweets, amen. <sighs> anyway, continuing on with our scheduled program. <laughs> okay. Um, my commentary on this, I'll... I'll tell the story first, and I'll give you my commentary. Sounds good. A New York woman was arrested for letting her 10-year-old son get a tattoo. So apparently writing our names in our underwear is no longer a thing. We are now getting block-sized letters of your name on your forearm. In case you forget? Well, it gets better. (laughs) This was done by some random tattoo quote quote artist in the motel room they lived in. So class well, act all the way. That verges on kinky. So um, <laughs> the boy went to a school nurse to have Vaseline applied to the tattoo. It was done by a man staying in the same motel as her and her child. Uh, and, of course, they were whisked away by Child Protective Services. Now, here's my commentary. What the hell? I don't get it. If she were to have his penis cut off or she would have him sterilized, she'd be celebrated. You're telling me a tiny little tattoo? Why are we, why are our panties in a twist over that? You, you're telling me that she could have murdered her child. That would have been okay. She could have mutilated her child and that would have been celebrated. She could have chemically castrated her child and been stunning and brave. But the kid gets a tattoo of his name on his arm. And that's what gets CPS in gear? Are our priorities completely jacked? Have we completely lost our collective minds? And this is New York. What Why do you bet? York? Are you kidding me? What do you <laughs> bet at least one of these kids ends up quote quote trans while they're in the system because it's so strongly encouraged so this woman who doesn't sound like she's the best mom and probably shouldn't be having kids and they probably were endangered but how is this worse than mutilating sexually perverting or castrating medically chopping literally chopping off healthy parts of your child (laughs) how is this possibly worse at least he got to keep his arm i mean my god people our priorities are jacked and she's a selfie queen she's one of those people that takes selfies in the mirror holding her phone it's like oh god get over yourself it's lady. such a cliche anymore if you can afford the thousand dollars for your stupid iphone and all your fancy clothes and those really nice nails why are you living in a hotel 
And they've been there a while. They got curtains and family portraits and all kinds of crap going on in there. Hmm. So I'm not saying she's up for mother of the year. I'm just saying, really? <laughs> in fact, what she should say is he's trans tattooist. And, and how dare you? How dare you, you bigot, take my child away from me when I am just supporting who he really is inside. And, and then she'd be completely off the hook. Oh, don't forget to throw in the race card. She's got that going for her, too. Anyways, that was a mini, that was a, that was a mi- uh, ginger snaplet. That was a, a mini A little ginger. mini snap. Mi- mini just, snap. Just, a, just a taste. A just, taste. Just, just a little a, crunchy one taste. One and a half calories, not snappy enough. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, I've got to wa- go back and watch that movie because it's come up like three times today. <laughs> How about no, Scott? <laughs> All right, well, buckle up. Cancel culture has officially come for emojis. Well, I mean, we got the pregnant man, so what more do we need? Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gen Z agrees. Yeah. <laughs> sure does. Gen Z's are... Gen Z's are... Gen Z's are... Gen Z's. Gen Z's are calling out the popular thumbs up emoji for being rude and hostile. Even saying they feel attacked whenever they see it used in the workplace. You feel attacked when you say see somebody saying I use it all the time in my job when we're in our, okay, our chats. Here's the thing. If somebody's just like, hey, everything's fine, thumbs up, and you feel attacked, that's a you problem, okay? Oh, no. Don't bring No, no. Your... They're going to make it a them problem because it's much easier to control Suck others. It. Anyways, no. after a Reddit post. We've got to start standing up and saying No. Just like I say to the dog exactly. when she gets too far up my grill. We've got to start saying no and look them directly in the eyes and you say no and let them look you back until they finally dip your eyes and go sit in the corner like a good dog. This has gotten ridiculous. To continue. I'm way over here. Not, not, not ranting at After, all. It's okay. After a Reddit poster confessed to being not adult enough to be comfortable with a thumbs-up emoji reaction. Others chimed in to agree and to call out the other common emojis, such as the red heart. For younger people, the red heart? You don't take away my red heart. You would not not even... Absolute. Go find your own emoji place. For younger people, the thumbs-up emoji is used to be really passive-aggressive, the 24-year-old dipstick. Redditor, I'm sorry, I, I read that wrong. Redditor wrote, it's super rude if someone just sends you a thumbs up, they added. So I also had a weird time adjusting because my workplace is the same. 
Find another job. Loser. The, the mere fact that these people are even employed is a miracle. Other workers appeared flummoxed by the reaction, noting they used the thumbs up at work-related chats to signal I approve or I understand or will obey. Part of the issue is that young people tend to use the thumbs up in jest. So what? I only use it sarcastically, though sometimes I'm not even sure if the irony comes across, Barry Kennedy told the Post. He's 24 years old. He said he only used it to communicate with boomers like his parents or older colleagues. One anonymous officer worker chalked it up to generational communication f culture difference. That's a mouthful. Everyone my age in the office doesn't do it, but the Gen X people always do it. And I'll continue doing it until the day I drop X dead. <laughs> Took me a bit to adjust and get it out of my head that it means they're mad at me. Others complained to come across as dismissive. One Reddit user noted the thumbs up actually means that I've read your message and have nothing to add, and I hope and pray all the bazillion people in this group chat have nothing to say on it, too. Wow, they... It must be exhausting to be so narcissistic. I mean, it, it's got to just wear these kids out. But that's not the only one, okay? <laughs> I, have they a, I have a comment in chat that I have to share. Share. The thumb should be up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is that's not the only one they want canceled. No, of course not. Here we go. Thumbs up, as we've already mentioned. Red heart, the dread okay hand, the check mark. Oh, yeah, because that's white supremacist. Poo, loud okay, crying. Okay, the poo one I get, but they use it all the time. I know. Loud crying face, monkey covering eyes, clapping mm. hands, lipstick kiss mark, and grimacing face. Those are the ones I use all the time, including the, face? the wow face and the uh, eye roll, which is what I would do right now I if I could. I wish there was an eye roll emoji on Facebook. I would use that so often. Yeah. Several studies regarding emoji have been conducted, including one that suggested that using, including emoji in work emails actually makes you seem less powerful in your career. I don't use it in my emails. I use it in my chats, Okay. Another study suggests using the infamous eggplant emoji is actually a major turnoff when it comes to dating. I thought that I was something they started. I don't need to worry about started. that. I got me a gal. Well, well they who? started that, though, using the eggplant emoji to, to mean, and the peaches and what. Now that's an um, everybody but white guy thing, an alphabet crowd. <sighs> who cares? They're idiots. By the time they take over the world, God help us. They, they won't take gone. over the world. They can't. They, they're completely useless. Well, somebody's going to have to. We, we're not all going to be sticking around for eternity, not down here anyway. Well, that's, that's actually a good thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm done ranting. You you ranted more than I did, but you're better at Me? it. Me? Did you I have do more, such a thing? You have rant endurance. I don't have any that such rant thing. endurance. So. <laughs> Gravity. <laughs> I don't know. Should I be proud of that? <laughs> Before we go on to Max's interview, we have one more story. One in the more story. Order. Uh, shoved over here. Sorry. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. I mean, it's it's not enough. Okay, have you heard the absolute just moronic rhetoric from the blue check lefties? Well, which one this time? All of them. All of them. So they're not even the blue check ones, but the ones with like zero followers and, and they still have the egg because they couldn't be bothered to upload an avatar. So 
Biden opened up the borders. He's been trafficking children, putting them on airplanes and shipping them all over the United States in the dead of night. We have video of this. They've admitted it. There's proof. So when Arizona and Texas take volunteers who have already illegally invaded our country, are here against our will, were most likely trafficked by coyotes that are encouraged, if not paid, by Biden or Biden cabal or whoever's in charge of the meat puppet. When he puts them on a bus and sends them to their neighborhoods, you know, their sanctuary cities, that somehow is now trafficking. So relocating people that were already trafficked here is now in itself trafficking and it's somehow worse. These people honestly believe, I mean, you, you, I've seen pretzels with less twists than, than this logic. Mmm, pretzels. <laughs> I just finished my last pretzel from last night. But just, if you have to twist yourself into that many knots, I mean, if you have to contort yourself to that point, maybe, I don't know, maybe you should take a step back and kind of consider your life choices. Anyway, to add insult to injury, ICE, what does ICE stand for? Immigrant controlled Immig something? No, well, Immi immigration and, oh, see, I had it, and then you oh, said that. Oh, here it is, um, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. That's so it. So Department of mm -hmm. Homeland Security agencies have issued 255,602 smartphones for free to illegal aliens so far this year. Por qué they do that? Well, they're trackable. Ah. And the alien is responsible for checking with ICE on a regular basis because I'm sure that's exactly oh, yeah, what they're doing. Oh, yeah, they'll do that, of course. Often by sending in a geotagged photo of themselves. Mm-hmm. The cost. $245,377,000 per day. Per day? I'm sorry, I'm sorry 245000 I said million. Ugh. Over that's eighty nine point five. That's eighty nine point five million per year. It's Sorry. still a, a lot of money. It's still exactly one penny more than I'm willing to spend on an invading army. Yeah. Frankly, yeah, because I'm looking at these pictures and I'm not seeing downtrodden women and families. I am seeing military age men. They're not fleeing anything. They are invading. What's to stop them from gathering their own militias and just coming into town and blowing people up? They're already doing it. They, they've been Isn't doing it. Nice? We're just not allowed to talk about it. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So there's, they're calling it parole measures. Well, why don't you just stick a microchip in them that explodes if they get too far off the reservation? I mean, we've already got the technology. Oh, wait, because you don't actually want to track them. You want to reward them. How many of these men in line are here on the promise of free stuff? It'd be nice it's if ridiculous. I was handed a free phone once in a while. That'd be kind of cool. No, instead we have to we get handed a higher tax bill and, and <laughs> we don't we don't get higher pay, that's for sure. Meh. Okay, before we head into this is why we can't have nice things. Actually we might not even get it to that because We've been where ranting. Where does about the time go? <laughs> we just ranted away the time. That's okay. People want it. people pay to hear us do this. Yeah. 
I hope so. So, well, I mean, Max did the work, so let's give Max the credit. Here we go. Live from the Counterculture Wise newsroom, it's interviews to the max with your favorite interviewer and mine, Maximilian von Riegelbeiser. Thank you, Larry. It is such a great pleasure and an absolute joy to be with you again, my beloved fans and friends. We have one of our most requested return guests returning yet again. It warms my fuzzy orange soul to welcome back to our program, CNN's Jim Acosta. Hi, Max. Jim, I understand you wanted to be on the show to discuss something of grave national concern. Although I have no idea how Graves would be involved. That's not funny, Cat. I think it's important to keep this issue in the public eye for as long as it takes to get it resolved. My goodness, Jim. This must be of earth-shattering consequence. Is it about the rapidly rising inflation rate? No. The skyrocketing price of basic food items? No. OPEC decreasing the production of oil? No. The rapid rise in violent crime? No. The increasing possibility of nuclear war? No. By my handsomely long whiskers, Jim, this must be big if it's more important than any of these. Please tell me what is it that we need to focus on. Donald Trump's role in the January 6th insurrection. You're kidding. Has this become an annual event? No, Max, we're still talking about the one that happened in 2021. Yes, of course, you're still talking about that one. Good sir, I ask this with all due respect. Are you sure this is what your audience wants to discuss? I have read many polls that suggest that the average American couldn't care less about it, especially almost two years after it happened. Let the other correspondents concern themselves with that. I will pursue the truth about this as long as I have a job at CNN. I am sorry to interrupt, Jim. We have a special report coming in. Go ahead, special correspondent. Thank you, big brother. This just in. In a further attempt to return CNN to editorial balance and to save its sagging ratings, its new parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, has announced the departure of Jim Acosta. What? A Warner executive stated that one of the biggest reasons for the pioneering news network losing its lead to rival networks was its increasingly leftist political bent. She added that left-leaning reporters like Acosta not only caused major damage to the network's credibility, but research polls indicated that he was not well-liked by the public. What are you talking about? When reached by phone at Mar-a-Lago and asked for a comment, former President Trump simply laughed and hung up. Oh my, that wasn't very nice. Someone must have been tickling his feet. <laughs> I remember one time I was almost asleep and Mommy came in and tickled my feet and it made me laugh so hard I fell right off the bed. Oh, poor Mr. President, I hope he didn't fall off the bed and make the phone hang up on that nice news lady or conk his head or spill his drink or sprain his thumb. Back to you, big brother. Oh, Jim, I am so sorry you had to find out this way. He laughed at me? That criminal laughed at me? Good sir, I know that I am just a cat, but it seems to me that maybe you should be more upset at your firing than what Mr. Trump had to say about it. No way, cat. This is personal. Put your troubled mind at ease, good sir. I will do what I can to save your job. I was unable to reach Bugs or Daffy or even Porky the last time I called to try and save Brain Seltzer's job, so I plan to go over their heads this time. Hello, nurse. Hello, Warner Brothers. This is Maximilian von Riegelbeiser. 
Please put me in touch with John Wayne right away. Hello? Screw this. I'm out of here. Well, I guess th th that's all, folks. This is Maximilian von Riegelbeiser. Tune in next time for another interview to the max. Okay. In full disclosure, as of now, Jim Acosta has not been fired, but insiders are saying it is pretty much inevitable that he's going to leave because Warner Brothers Discovery appears to be quite serious about its commitment to turn CNN back into a balanced news network. Gasp. I know. But yeah, the the rumor is there's some people on the chopping block and at the very top is Jim Acosta. So we decided we we would be speculative this time. Cuz usually we don't we, Max doesn't interview them until they've already been canned. <laughs> but I would be very I would be very surprised. <laughs> yeah, you caught it, David. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Hello, nurse. <laughs> so you know, we're just, we'll just see what happens. I mean, the only lefty that annoyed me who's still officially with the network other than Acosta is Don Lemon. I don't care if he stays or goes. He's going he's on a morning such show. A racist. But no, he's going to go on a morning show competing against today, Good Morning America, and whatever CBS is calling oh, their show the this week. The other ones suck, yeah. Yeah, CBS This Morning or whatever it's called. Um, not an icicle's chance in hell of doing anything worthwhile with that, so... At least you won't be bothering the bothering us watching them prime time anymore. <laughs> so there's well, that. you got to watch for those Malaysian planes flying into black holes all over the place. Yeah, so. he's a black hole. <laughs> anyway, whoa, oh! whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Slander alert! <laughs> wow, I'm glad we're not on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actively trying to stay off of YouTube now. They're, they're nuts. Yeah, they've they've gone on. I I used to work YouTube for Google. Beat. I don't recommend doing it. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> well, onward and Edward. <laughs> onward and Edward. Onward yes. and Edward. Yes. What else we got here? Uh, wow, we are actually at the end of our. Broadcast, believe so it or not. So let's go ahead and do. So let's a do some wonderful wonderfuler. Here on Counterculture Wise, we may rant, we may rave, but most of all, we go against the current culture because we believe, to the core of our beings, that humans are good, and the world is an amazing and beautiful place. At the beginning of our show, we give you news of the weird and wonderful, but that is just the tip of the magnificent iceberg that is our world. We now present news of the wonderfuller. Oh, well, let's start with a wee tiny little kitten. This one was sent to me by Fritzy. The Fritz. It's like an orange barnsey. It's so easy 
I don't understand the sentence. It's so easy to pantomime corporations as mass polluters of the environment. That is not the right word. No. <laughs> I don't know what word they thought they were using, but it ain't that word. But they're run by humans who react exactly as anyone else would when they saw a picture of Munchkin the Orange Tabby. It's more of a white with a little bit of orange. Yeah, it looks like uh, if, if, if Barnes and, and Winky had had a baby. Yeah, exactly. The stray kitten was taken in by rescuers after it was found with a plastic packaging ring from a munchkin any angle baby bottle stuck around his neck. It had begun to grow into the kitten's skin. Oh, baby. The impact of this single photo brought about a corporate revolution that will reduce plastic use by 643,630 pounds annually. And a little kitten shall lead them. Alerted to the kitten's plight, Munchkin, who manufactures baby products, contacted the rescue group Itty Bitty Kitty City. <sighs> Why does that sound like the title of a porn? <laughs> and paid for Munchkin the kitten to receive top-notch medical care and donated $2,500 to the organization. It was soul-crushing to read Laura's, the rescuer's, note and look at the photos of that sweet kitten, both personally because I'm a passionate advocate for animals and a pet parent myself of two cats. And professionally, Diana Barnes, chief brand officer and creative director at Munchkin, said. We've all seen marine life and animals that are entangled in plastic, but no executive ever wants to imagine their brand is the source of this suffering. Laura asked us for nothing. She simply wanted awareness. She is asking us to do better. If the story ended there, it would be enough to tighten your throat. But it gets better, way, way better. Oh, good Lord. Her name is Barnes. <laughs> Did you notice that? No. The chief brand officer at Munchkin, her name is Diana Barnes. I just made that connection. Barnesy Barnes. Barnes described cups as the holy grail of Munchkin's product line. However, they had just finished a total reconfiguration and branding of all 500 varieties of packaging. But the image of little Munchkin the kitten with the plastic hurting him was too much, and so Barnes and her team went right back at it. After a year of research and development and over 250 packaging transit tests, Munchkin developed animal-safe packaging for 478 Munchkin Cup SKUs. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how capitalism is supposed to work. Notice the big, fat, hairy, dumbass government didn't step in and do a bunch of dumb stuff. The company stepped up and did the right thing. That's how that works. The new design is free of plastic and utilizes e-flute corrugated liner board made of 60 to 70% recycled content. Should another animal find itself in a similar situation as Munchkin the cat, the packaging will easily break apart. Why were they wrapping it in plastic? That makes no sense anyway. During the redesign process, Munchkin, the company, incorporated QR codes on the cup packaging, directing consumers to digital instructional manuals. This allowed the brand to remove the paper manuals. You need manuals for cups? Th these are drinking cups. How big of a manual do you need for a drinking cup? Don't get too far off topic. Sorry. Resulting <laughs> in 37, 278 pounds of paper saved annually. If all Munchkin cut instruction manuals were placed end-to-end, -end, they would have spanned the length of California 1.5 times. What were they printing these on? Um, uh, CVS receipts? <laughs> I mean, good Lord. How many instructions do you need for a dang oh, cup? 
I should add that there is an additional photo of... And video. And video of the cat, all grown up now and just... Beautiful. I'm, my heart, uh, I want this cat, basically. <laughs> the volunteers at Itty Bitty Kitty City were stunned and overwhelmed to watch this large nationwide corporation go through this massive financial expenditure simply in order to protect animals and the environment. But maybe we shouldn't be surprised that a pair of wounded kitten eyes have that power of persuasion. No government needed. Good job, Munchkin. When I go buy my baby spoons, I will buy them from Munchkin. Is there something you haven't told me? No, I just have a small mouth. <laughs> That's Not true. as small as wee little Nicky Poo, but, I mean, when he visits, <laughs> he can use my baby spoons, too. Note that we mean physically small mouth. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was so funny, I forgot to laugh. <laughs> Your turn. My turn? Your turn. It's 10 o'clock. All right, we'll keep we going. We can go over. We have the power. All right. Absolutely. This one was sent to us by Susie Q. Oh, God, who taught her how to use the Internet? We're in big trouble now. Um, I don't know. It was not me. It wasn't used. Probably the it's orange probably one. Probably Max. Probably Max. Hold on just a second. By the way, this entire show of Counterculture Wise has been brought to you by Counterculture Wise. I, I don't know if I'm long Wait. that joke's going to last. Okay, how about this? Drop everything! No matter where you're listening to the sound of my voice, like, share, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Tell people about our podcast. Give us a 200,000 star review. Tell us how wonderful we are, or don't tell us how wonderful we are, but if you give us less than one star, tell us why. And we'll, well, you know what? You can go to counterculturewise.com and fill out the ID10T form, and we will give it all the tension it deserves but please like share subscribe we took down our youtube channel because why bother we might dole out a little thing here and there but we are on rumble we are on bit shoot and we will continue doing all the things that we do we are also on subscribe star so head on over uh, subscribe i mean we, we there's things there that we'll put there. there's, there's stuff well we'll start putting extra videos up and things that you cannot get anywhere else because ScrewTube can screw off. And, yeah, do all the things. Buy our crap. Oh, we have new merch, too. So check out if you liked our thumbnail last week of Max riding the rocket. You can wear that on your chest. Hashtag Team Max ride the rocket. Okay, now you, your turn. While she was doing that spiel, I conferred with Max, and he admitted that he's the one who did this, that... Susie doesn't know how to do this. I, yet. I was thinking she's still pretty young. Yeah, I mean, she's barely barely. I mean, she'll me. she'll watch cartoon videos with me. That's about it. But yeah. she doesn't. We're she, still working on the woof because every now and then she she's going through this thing where she's like, "Yipe, woof." Yeah, it's the it's that adolescent <laughs> voice change yeah. thing. So anyway, but boy, can she tear into a knuckle bone? My goodness. Yes, this dog, can. I've never seen such a destructive dog. I mean, Abby liked her bones, and I've had other dogs that liked the bones. But, you know, they'd gnaw on them for a while, and then they'd lose interest. This one disintegrates them. And we're talking the big, giant, you know, bovine knuckle bones. She'll actually scrape them until they're smooth and, and flat, and then I have to throw them away and get another one for her. She's busy gnawing on one right now. Fortunately, they're not expensive. but No, no. Well, we, we have tractor supply here in the yeah. great state of Texas, so... Well, every agricultural place has dog toys out here. It's mm. it's different. 
More than a week after Hurricane Ian made landfall in Florida, the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office received a report of a dog stranded on the roof of an RV in Arcadia. Hmm. An area severely impacted by flooding. Officials believe the dog was trapped on the roof for as many as nine days. Thankfully, the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office was able to mobilize the boat and rescue the dog. Sheriff's Office were on Facebook. Dog was turned over to DeSoto County Animal Control, where it now has access to water, food, and shelter. How did it live for so long? I mean, it must have had something. Don't know. DeSoto County officials told McClatchy News that the dog, a three- to four-year-old blackmouth cur and pit bull mix. Blackmouth hmm. cur sounds like an Englishman's insult. Yeah. You blackmouth cur! <laughs> thou mangy cur! Anyway, um... Anyway, he was thin. was thin, but showed no other signs of storm-related injuries. They said he has since gained back some of his weight. The dog's owner Aww. has yet to come forward, probably too ashamed to bother. Arcadia is a rural well, farming area. They might have, or they might have had to leave. You know, or they might have, they might have been afflicted. I mean, yeah, that's they, true. I'm being, I was being harsh and judgmental, and I retract my I, statement. I hope that there, I mean, God bless I truly, them. I truly hope that there is a heartbroken person out there looking, yeah. looking. I, I want to see an update for our next show that well, says they were reunited. Well, keep a lookout. Arcadia is a rural farming area located located about 50 (laughs) miles northeast of Fort Myers. Hurricane Ian brought 20 feet of floodwaters and Category 4 winds to the poor community. To make matters worse, flooding continued for a week after landfall with the Peace River rising over 23 feet. Yikes. Such sadness all around. Animals starving, lost, hurt, and he gave, and the same for so many people, one Facebook user commented, our hearts go out to those still dealing with the aftermath of the deadly storm. And that was on the article, but it's also something Melanie and I want to say. Very much, yeah. yeah. Poor puppers. Well, I'm Last glad, story of glad the night. that he was rescued. All right, so we rescued a cat, we rescued a dog, and now we're going to rescue something else entirely. Doran Smith and David, not going to try to pronounce that, Squilante? From Bristol, Rhode Island, were on their honeymoon in Barcelona when they said they noticed a group of women panicking. I saw a flame coming out of the doorway next to the door that these women had come out of. So I said, oh, my God, there's a fire. David ran inside. Thank you for using his first name. God bless you, whoever wrote this. David ran inside the building before realizing he was in a nursery where no one spoke English. Instinct took over, he said. I found myself looking at 15, 20 babies sleeping and immediately just kind of lined everyone up and we started grabbing them, putting them into the crib. So he had a crib on wheels and he's just hucking babies into it. Others jumped in to help get the babies to safely. As they say, smoke filled the room from what appeared to be an electrical fire. It was like probably 10 minutes, but it seemed like an instant, but it turned out to be okay. We were just literally taking cribs with a few kids in them and rolling them across the street to the high school lobby. The couple said once the situation was under control and fire crews arrived, they continued working. Sorry, they continued walking to their tour like it was a normal day. <laughs> it was wild, he said. So we're just honeymooning in Barcelona, and let's just rescue several dozen babies from a, a roaring fire. <laughs> well, God bless you. I hope you have a very long marriage and that you too make some babies. 
making babies. <laughs> They're an attractive couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, and if anybody with hearts that big should mm-hmm. should have kids and, and brave and. This is why I never had any because I have no. I don't have a big heart. I'm and I don't have a soul. I had to buy one. So yeah, here we go. go, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in and for staying just a little bit late so that we can round up the night happy feel-good stories. Positivity. We have so much more to bring you next week. In fact, we didn't even get to half the things we had to talk about today, but boy, did we have some fun. So, as you head out, remember, we love you. We appreciate you. Hit the like. Hit the share. Hit the subscribe. Let other folks uh, know where we are and what we're doing. If you'd like to be on Counterculture Wise, head on over to counterculturewise.com and uh, fill out our form to be a guest. We have some other guests coming up here real soon. We love you, and we will see you next week. Babu. CounterCultureWise is a Stormcat production. Episodes of this program will be archived on our website, CounterCultureWise.com, and available immediately on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and everywhere good podcasts are found. If you would like to advertise on our show, we have a couple of fantastic packages to choose from. Contact us through our website to get started as soon as our next episode. You can also support our efforts by joining us on Subscribestar. We have several incentives and exclusives for patrons, so check them out. If you'd like to be a guest on our program, there's a form on our website for that too. If you like our show, you'll love our merch. Stop by the store for exciting new products every month. Meanwhile, no matter how cruel the world around you may be, always remember the importance of kindness. Be kind to each other, be kind to animals, and be kind to yourself. See See you you next next week! Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.